so we can talk about it. Let's bow our hands and let's pray. Father, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for an opportunity like this to have this meeting. And Father, I pray that you help me speak your word the way you want me to speak, that you help that new light and new understanding sheds into everyone here in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay. Uh, well, the leaders of the movement already know the topic. So you guys gave me the purpose of a woman for a man, right? The purpose of a woman for a man. Let's start with this. The question of the purpose of a woman for a man is most times asked in the light of identity, equality, relationship, or marriage. You hardly see the quest for this truth when uh, a lady is trying to uh, identify herself in the business world, maybe near friendship or fellowship with of God. Because business with the opposite sex is uh, regarded as casual. You know, do your thing, I do my thing. You know, come to work, I come to work. Do the fighting, I do the fighting. And the mere friendship with the opposite sex is always plain and simple. You know, just as we are all, you know, body of Christ, you know, we're all friends. You just relate on a very simple terms. And uh, fellowship is a mutual thing. You know, sharing God's work together, coming together to pray, coming together to, you know, do things as related to the expression of your gifts ministry-wise. But the moment you see a lady inquisitive about her purpose or insight to her purpose, then there's the readiness for a revelation. She really wants to know who she is. And the same goes to the guy. He really wants to know who he is. So, a true lady who has identified her purpose and identity is on the path to greatness. I'm going to say that again. A true lady who has identified her purpose and identity is on the path to greatness and peace. Likewise, a man, because this topic kind of looks uh, one way, but in the, in, in, I'm trying to like bring both parties together, both the guy and the lady. So a true man who has figured out his identity and his purpose is no longer in bondage. And to be honest with you, that's one of the most difficult tasks to do, even in every age bracket. So don't just think it's just to be a young person or to be of the older age bracket. We still have a whole lot of married men today who are yet to identify their purpose or their identity. We have married women today with kids yet to identify their purpose. So if you're a man, a young person, a woman, a young lady, and you've identified your purpose and you know your identity, that's who you are, you are already on the path to greatness. When the parents of Jesus met him at the temple, when they went for the, the feast, and uh, you know, the mother and the father were disturbed looking for Jesus, and they finally found him. Jesus said, don't you know I'm all about my father's business? He knew what he was created for. He knew where he could be identified with that. It was in God's house. So once that part is taken care of, it makes life very, very easy. The lack of understanding, that's dirt. 
It bears destruction and it bears failure. So a lot of young ladies and women, so to say, are under unknown stress with the struggle to discover who they are and what role they are to play today in the life of a man, in their family, in the community, and in the church of God, and the world in general. So, I want you to understand this fact today. The uniqueness of a woman, the uniqueness of a young lady, is in the identification of her purpose. The uniqueness of a lady, the uniqueness of a guy, is in the identification of a purpose. And you can talk about purpose and skip identity because those two work hand in hand. We can talk about purpose and skip identity. You need to know yourself in order to figure out what you are called to do. Either in your chosen field, either in school, in the church of God, and even in the life of a man, according to the topic, the purpose of a woman in a man. And the same goes to the guy. You need to know yourself before you can truly understand what is expected of you. And I'm trying to bring this topic down, you know, to accommodate both the guy and the lady so you don't just think we're just focusing on the lady's aspect right now. And I'm trying not to go too deep into relationship or, or marriage because that's where the, the topic is almost directed to. So the first question I'm going to ask, I don't know if you can give me one microphone uh, real quick for someone who wants to help. Uh, and the first question I'm going to ask is, who is a woman? Because now we're putting our young ladies in the same bracket as a woman. So I expect uh, at least, I need two people to just help out. So that's the first question. Who is a woman? Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? It looks too simple. You don't need to check your phone. You don't need to check Google. You know, you don't need to crack your head. So who wants to go first? I just need to be watching. You want to go? You have no idea. So you don't know who a woman is. I'm trying not to take the mic to the back. I want it to be here. Amanda, you want to go? Oh my goodness. Who wants to go? Okay, one person. Let's bring it down to one person before I take the mic to the back. You want to go? Okay, give it to Leonard. Who okay, is a woman? A woman is a creation made out of man. That's my Okay. Uh, who, wants, who else? Who else wants to go? Who else? Lily, you want to go? Which of the ashes wants to go? Alright, give it the mic to her. That's it. You guys gave me the topic, so let's talk. Praise God. Praise God. How many of you have your phones here? How many of you have your phones here? Okay, let's check. 
Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 and somebody else go to go to uh, Genesis 2 verse 18 and somebody else go to Matthew 19 verse 4 so now you don't need to answer a question now just just read out the scriptures uh, Genesis 1 27 Genesis 2 18 and Matthew 19 4 who wants to go first one Genesis 1 27. Who wants to help me out? Okay. Give the phone to. Ah, it's the phone, the mic. Genesis 1 27. This is in the Amplified. So God created man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created them. He created him. Male and female, he created them. Awesome. Let's do Genesis 2 18. Who wants to go for that? This is the New King James Version. It says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Okay. Let's go Matthew 19, 4. He have you, he replied, sorry, Have you never read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? Praise God. Most of the time when it's always the, the question for purpose, women, men, we're always directed to the scripture in Genesis, the beginning, talking about creation. But these are a few keynotes in Genesis 1.27 and Genesis 2.18 that we already. It talks about the woman being the image of God. It talks about the woman being the image of God. Now, when you're talking about the image of God, you're talking about identity. It means a woman upholds what makes God. That's a, one simple way I can put it. A woman upholds what makes God. It talks about the image of God. That same scripture talks about the woman being wired to be a helper, fit for a man. Another word in another translation used the word suitable. So, as a woman, as a young lady, never you feel secondary to a man. Did you hear that? Never you feel secondary to a man. Erase the less factor mentality. Because we're going by scriptures right now. It says the woman has created in the image of God. God is never secondary. God is first. So as a young lady, as a woman, you are first in whatever you want to do. You are never less than a man. Suitable here means to be desired by men or other men. In other words, as a young lady, you are the one of every man, but you make your preference on the kind of man that you want to help. You are the one of every man. Every man that sees you should desire to have you. 
in friendship, relationship, or marriage. Every man that sees you should desire to have you. Now, you as a young lady, as a woman, now decide who you want to be responsible for. And I'll just, I just have to cheat this here. Help here does not mean personal assistant. You're not his personal assistant, whether in friendship or in relationship, courtship or marriage. You're not. In fact, the dictionary meaning for help is making it easy for someone to do something or discover his gift. To help someone to do something, to make it easy for someone to do something by offering services or resources. Never you think you were designed to be spear. Never you think you were designed to help him discover his gift because that's one thing that happens when it comes down to relationship. A lot of young ladies are trying to help the young guy to discover his gift or his potential. It's not your job responsibility. Never you get into a relationship or friendship with someone and you're helping you're trying to help the person discover who they are. It's not your place. It's not your place. Never you think you were designed to give him a life. It's not your call. That was not what God designed or wired you for. A man that does not have a life, no matter the effort you make in that friendship or relationship, you can't give him a life. Never you think you were just designed or wired to cook his meals or give him food or give him money. No. We see that in most relationships. In the American society, the lady is doing the, the you know, the, the, the working after school hours, doing weekend jobs, and by the time she gets she's paid. An what? She's an octopus. I didn't get that. She's an octopus. Oh, what's that? I'm trying to. Octopus has eight legs, so. One hand doing this, one hand doing the other thing. Exactly. You're not meant to be there. You can't get your paycheck and you're cutting out your tithe and offering and you're sending the other part to the guy. It's not it, 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 that you know why you have to do that. Oh, I forgot to pay my phone bill last week. Then you want to take the responsibility of paying his phone bill every month. It's not your call. A man that doesn't have a life. A young lady who knows Christ was identified herself and who knows her purpose and what she's wired and designed for. It's not your place to give him a life. It's not your place. If it will take him 10 years to achieve a dream, your presence in his life, in friendship or relationship, should reduce the 10 years to 10 months. That's help. But if the 10 years has been elongated to 20 years, or the 10 years is not even dropping, then you're not in any way offering a good service. In other words, a question needs to be asked if the guy has identified himself or the lady has identified herself. Whatever when you're helping should have already identified himself. And I'm going to say three things real quick. So that every lady in the house should understand this. You're not a gift identifier. You're not the one to identify the potentials in a man. 
in past relationship, I'm just sharing this as past example, in the past relationship when you're talking to the girl and you're like, okay, you know, I ask a question, I, I always ask this question in most, in past relationship, what got you attracted to me? Like, you know, why did you say yes this quick? You know, why in my life? And you, you get response like, I, I want to help you discover the gift of God that, you know, that is right in. I'm like, how, how do you see it? It's not your place. It's not your place because even the man himself is here to identify his gifts. So how are you, the woman, going to identify? It's not your place. There's a difference between identifying something and helping. The second one, you're not a gift discoverer and you're not his coach. Now I'm bringing it down to relationship and friendship. You're not his coach. It's not your call. It's very important. It's not your call to force him into a relationship with God. You are only to encourage him into a relationship with God. Now I'm bringing it down to the house of God. Because a, a good number of young ladies get into a relationship and they're like, well, I'm trying to bring him down to church. I'm trying to, to bring him to, into the house of God. You know, he was born in church. Uh, he's out there. I'm trying to stop him from doing this, from hanging out with these friends. I'm trying to make him give his life to Christ. No, you can't force it. You can't force it. The purpose of a woman to a man. It's not your call to force him into a relationship with God. You can only encourage. Encouragement births motivation. When you encourage someone, you encourage your male friend as a young lady, the encouragement births motivation. Now he's, 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 he's developing the, the, the heart to serve God. Encouragement clears off foreseen roadblocks. Encouragement lifts up a dead spirit. Encouragement lifts up a dead spirit. A whole bunch of young guys out there are living dead. A whole bunch of guys out there going in college, high school, out of college, they are living there. And what do I mean by living there? They have the greatness of God on the inside of them, but they've killed it. Or they've turned it off, switched it off, they've silenced it. So you coming in as a young lady, you trying to be a friend, trying to help, you are to encourage. Encourage them to see the light of God. Encourage them to see the greatness of God that's been deposited in them already. Because every one of us that God created, the Bible says, were created good. So that's where you identify your place. Understanding your place in the life of a man will help you not to be misplaced. I'm going to say that again. Understanding your place in the life of a man will help you not to be misplaced. It will help you not to do the wrong things in that friendship, in that relationship. You will not just sow in the wrong investment. That's why a lot of ladies get heartbroken at the end of the day because you are investing in the wrong things. You are approaching the wrong friendship, the wrong relationship. You're getting in with a wrong mindset. So when you understand your place, and what's the place of a woman? Your place is to help. Your place 
is to help. And I'm closing with this. And this is for everyone. Self-discovery is the key to rightful placement. I repeat that again. Self-discovery is the key to rightful placement. The day you have identified yourself, the day you have discovered what you were created for and meant to be, you will not find yourself in the wrong place. Amen? Amen? The day you identify yourself, you won't find yourself in the wrong place. Let's be honest.